0: This world carries some pretty mixed messages. How do you sort out the facts from the fiction? Sometimes you just need the real scoop without the BS. Well, here we go. Welcome to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. Get ready for awareness, insight, and fun. Now, here are your hosts, Brad and Julie. Julie, what
1: the heck are we talking about today? Well, Brad, I think it's time for a summary of sorts.
2: Hmm. So in other words, we have a lot to say today and we better get at it.
1: We always have a lot to say, but before we get started, welcome to No BS Talk.
2: Where there will be no BS.
1: Because we, no
2: BS. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, we do. Well, before we get
2: going, I just want to thank our audiences.
1: That's a really good idea. Right? Especially- audiences, is that audiences. a word? Audiences. Okay.
2: There's, there's audience everywhere. <laughs> yes. Audience, yes. audiences. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Thanks for listening to our show. Canada, still number one in our listening pool. Way to go.
1: Super excited about that. I would like to thank our guests that we've had in the past, as well as our sponsors. I'm going to name our sponsors. Do it. Especially. So we've got Kelly Mallinson from doTERRA, who is also our resident oil expert. If you guys have any questions about oils and we can't answer them, she can. She's amazing. We've got Darcy from Outside the Box. Again, all of your digital media. Is that how, it, how we're going to say it? Digital media? Is He's that... just
2: the magic man.
1: He's the magic man. Perfect. When Anything digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, we are also sponsoring ourselves because we're special that way. So Julie <laughs> Turner Coaching and Hypnosis and Brad Level Music and Hypnosis as well. Well, thank you for that, Julie Turner. Now, back to it. Where do we start Well, actually, I'd really, really like to start talking about kind of the state of the world right now, before we get into the rest of the show and the summarizing, you know, we're always getting messages and emails and things like that. And lately I've noticed that we're getting a lot of messages, one specific I'll share with you guys. Okay. And it was the main challenge this person is going through is that they feel that we need more peace, love, and mercy in the world. And I have to agree. I have to agree, wholeheartedly with that.
2: I would agree with that as well. Um, I don't think there's really ever a time that that, that doesn't don't really need that, apply, right? Um, however, right now, I mean, it's no uh, no secret that, that there's a lot of polarizing views in the world. Mm-hmm. Good um, way,
1: the good way to put it.
2: Right, and so uh, there's a lot of people that are drinking whatever Kool Aid they're drinking. Right. Um, and thinking they're 100% right and that's creating definitely some unrest in the world. Right. As far as uh, people to people go.
1: Well, I think it's almost like we're fighting a war that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, people are fighting against each other instead of coming together. And I've mentioned this on different videos and such that we've done recently that we have to stop fighting with each other. It doesn't make sense. And whether you are, you know, fighting about whether or not you should wear a mask or your neighbor should wear a mask, none of that is relevant. Why are you not looking at each other with empathy? We need to respect each other's space, but we have to do that at all times. There has never been a time in history that you should not respect somebody else's space. And if you're doing that, then mask or no mask really shouldn't be an issue.
2: I would, I would, again, I would agree but
1: it's always nice when Brad agrees Let's with face it, though. Doesn't always I, I happen. I agree with you
2: a lot. Um, I wish I could <laughs> disagree with you more.
1: Well, I'll work on that.
2: Okay. Stay tuned next week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Rocky episode. Absolutely. No, Um. what I was going to say is fear. Mm, yes. There's fear out there. Fear
1: and righteousness. Well, yeah, for sure. You know, there's so much righteousness as well. Like, good gracious people. None of you actually know with... 100% guarantee what is right or what is wrong. So why are you standing on your soapbox to say so? That's well, what's confusing to soap me.
2: Soapboxes are scary things. Yes. Um, a, they hold soap. When it gets wet, <laughs> it's really easy to fall off a of one.
1: Yes, I love Brad's analogies. I know he's going somewhere, so I'm just going to let him go with this. <laughs> I'll sit back. <laughs> no, I, I don't really have
2: much more to say about that. Um, You know, I used a Kool-Aid reference. I've said through this whole thing. I just believe in mindfulness, Mm -hmm. Um, and that mindfulness applies to both um, whatever the current situation is that I have to navigate in the world, and it also applies to the people that I'm dealing with, right? Um, I really am a firm believer in, you know, as much as I have my opinions and I would like to speak out, I don't think this is a time for real heavy duty engagement, because I kind of believe that as time goes on and as things have shaped up the way they are with certain attitudes about, you know, the mask is the big one, um, but of course there's other bigger beasts in this whole thing. um, I just think that, you know, volatile engagement is going to do absolutely nothing to help either the situation worldwide or my personal situations with people that I deal with. my own personal thing.
1: Agreed. So on the, along the lines of being mindful, Mm -hmm. again, none of this is a new for myself or for Brad that, you know, for years and years, we've understood that you just have to be mindful of other people, respectful of other people, aware and empathetic of other people. Mm -hmm. And that needs to continue, not go away. So being mindful, something that's, uh, I've always thought about before I say something is, is it kind? Is mm-hmm. it helpful? I'm sure we've all heard that in, in one application or, or another. There's many different ways that it's said out there, but is it kind? Is it helpful? And so often I see people being so argumentative and quite downright nasty to each other out in public to complete strangers mm-hmm. when it's really not a necessary be useful. And It's getting us nowhere. It's totally taking our our eye off the prize, so to speak, which is to come together as a community and to be healthy and to be happy. Mm -hmm. None of that is actually what we're working towards. We're working towards telling people that they're wrong. Well,
2: 100% agree. Somebody very close to me works in a grocery store um, and it's been very taxing. I would imagine. On a human level. Um, because she's surrounded by people, customers, et cetera, et cetera. And I've been there. I've seen it. People are volatile. People are scared. And so the way I kind of look at this, and I mean, you know, we're just kind of spitballing here and just whatever these views are that we're we're sending out there, we hope that it's helpful to somebody because we're always trying to incite a conversation that makes somebody maybe think about something that they didn't think about. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of things that, you know I've had to think about a lot and I'm like anybody else you know I've been up I've been down my life has changed a lot um, one thing that has been on my mind is years ago somebody said you know always have a 24-hour rule and so you know there everybody has big decisions in their lives that they need to be making right now um, maybe you're underworked maybe you're overworked maybe you're worked up but Really try and not do that gut, that, that knee-jerk, opinionative reaction.
1: Reactive. I think yeah. that's the key is don't be reactive, be proactive.
2: Yeah. And, you know, so try and stop yourself from that thing because we all, we all have these feelings that we don't necessarily know we have. You know, again, mm, we're going to go back to our- Visceral. Hip, the hypnosis. Visceral reactions. The hypnosis episode, you know. Yeah. 85% of our brain is subconscious there's all kinds of stuff going around in there. Mm-hmm. And it has a tendency to squirt out just like a banana, like pfft, there it is. With some people. With some people.
1: I'm and sitting here quietly because I absolutely dis—I I disagree. I disagree without, about not, not, re, not being reactive, but reacting. Right? You cannot be reactive unless you keep in mind, is it kind, is it helpful? Mm-hmm. But you need to react. We need to stop sitting on the sidelines and just letting shit happen to us. And
2: this is a positive point that you're making. And I'm glad that you're making There's a difference
1: between reacting and being reactive. But
2: you have to be aware of the person that you are. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I was going to say is some people need to take that time. You're very steady. I'm kind of emotionally driven. And when I'm happy, I'm like Tigger. (laughs) you know I even said to you when I saw Times Square in New York I feel like I'm gonna pee my pants right now
1: I think he did it was raining there's no proof whether
2: he did or didn't so there's some funny in that but when I get agitated I can be very brutal right and so for me I have to just try and you know so it's like be aware of the person that you are and try and be mindful
1: right and and how about work on the person that you are like work on on not being reactive Mm -hmm. like we've got lots of time to spend in our heads and think about things and judge people so spend a little bit of time in your head being empathetic to yourself and to the people around you and stop labeling yourself as this is how it is right right like because as much as i'm steady trust me that was crafted that was a lot of work that was, you know, somebody who who definitely was hurt often as a child because of things that would happen around them that had nothing to do with them. So spend the time that you have in your mind instead of judging other people, instead of being reactive, thinking about why, why you're going the direction that you're going. What mm-hmm. Whatever the situation is, what does it mean to you? So that person... So there, I'm gonna mention two things that happened to both Brad and I in public recently, just to kind of give you maybe analogies to mm-hmm. work with. Okay. And I know that these are things that, that um, uh, matter and, and Brad will remember as well. So we were outside mm-hmm. of a local market and this woman would not walk past us. She was wearing a mask and there was actually plenty of room, but you could see the terror and fear mm-hmm. in her eyes about walking past us and we were not wearing masks a we were outside b don't wear masks unless we're going to be too close to people to do anything otherwise mm-hmm. both Brad and I, I think we could agree that that's kind of our opinion on mask wearing i will wear it yep. if i cannot be distanced from the from people yep. so anyway she wouldn't walk past us and she said this world would be perfect if people would just all wear masks and I sit, I I kind of just shook my head and and just stepped backwards and just let her go because I disagree wholeheartedly this world would be perfect if people would stop being terrified of every other mm-hmm. human that walked by them but it really impacted I believe myself and even maybe Brad even more so I'll, I'll let you kind of speak to that in a second because we you know we're taking for granted The reason that we're wearing these masks is all about our health. But there is our health is way larger than whether we get sick or not. Mm -hmm. Like mental and emotional health, it far, far outranks whether we get sick. It just does. Because we are destroying the way that people deal with each other. Like destroying Mm -hmm. it.
2: And the you know, the mental health angle of the this whole situation is something that You know, certain people have been stating that from the outset. Mm -hmm. It seems to be, (laughs) and many other important people. (laughs) But, you know, it seems to be something that you're seeing it. Mm -hmm. You're seeing it. But back back to the woman on the street. Right. um, The one thing that I wanted to put forward is I told you on the phone yesterday, I cannot unsee her eyes. Terrified. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yes, she was wearing a mask. But there's a lot of people that are on the other side of that argument mm-hmm. that are just as terrified.
1: Absolutely. I agree.
2: So something that I want to present here while we still have time is it, I want people to think about this. As an entertainer, it's all about communication. Mm. Okay. That's, that's the way. As a I, human, I, it doesn't need to be an entertainer.
1: As yeah, a human, it's, like all it's all about amplified. communication. Yeah, but like it's amplified. It's
2: something that I've learned very much being on stage, being in front of people and one of the things I used to say to my guys in my bands is like, "Do not wear sunglasses on stage." Right. Right. We'd be under. Don't wear a,
1: it in your Tinder profiles either. Right. And so, because you
2: know, it just lack. It it stops the communication
1: because as
2: humans, we're always reading tells. Look at any dating site. Look at mm-hmm. look at any you know psychology site. We are instinctively reading people's faces. So you know what. When two-thirds of a face is covered with a mask, whether you realize it or not, our 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 ability to assess that person is being shunted. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it is. So, um, I even said to a woman in the grocery store once, she was wearing a mask, she was a worker there, and she said, you know, I have to ask you to move along or whatever. And I'm like, it's okay. You know what, I can see in your eyes, you're smiling. And the point I'm getting at here is I think this is a really good time to work on our communication and and say what you mean.
1: Right. Absolutely. You know, we we touched on this conversation just before we came on air and that there's absolutely multiple ways to look at this. And it is a great time for us to practice actually using our words, being kind with them and saying what we need and moving forward with that. Mm -hmm. Because it's not that long ago that we were fighting so that people wouldn't wear face coverings in public for this very reason. Yeah, right. And and now we're telling people to absolutely wear face coverings in public. And it's it's just so conflicting the same people that fought it are now fighting to cover up your face and it's just confusing right. to so many people and we don't even need to get into the subject of children cuz children aren't fully understanding what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So when you are covering your face, like it's just it's breaking my heart to see our future. Because that's what I see. I Mm -hmm. see what's coming, right? I, I I'm not even I should be present, but that's another story. It's
2: it's been a very difficult time. Yes. And I think we have a difficult time yet to come. So to go back to the beginning of this conversation, I think we absolutely should look at peace, love and mercy. Mm-hmm. And we should also look at our communication, be aware of ourselves and just be mindful and realize that there's people just as afraid as you are about their future and about their health, but they're all coming at it from a different way.
1: Right. Again, we are fighting a war that doesn't exist. We need to come together because that is the only way that we're going to get through this in mm-hmm. a healthy way. So before we take a break, hmm We are going to have some changes in the near future. You know, make sure that you guys are following us on Spotify. Please go to Mm -hmm. nobstalk.ca, talk.ca, to get our Spotify link, because we're going to be doing some different things. We're going to be doing some shorter segments. We're going to be doing video on our YouTube. But please go and Mm -hmm. check out nobstalk.ca. Again, that's talk.ca, so that you can follow us on all these things. Yeah,
2: and we... We would really appreciate it if you joined us on Facebook, No BS Talk, again, K-N-O-W-B-S Talk. And uh, like Julie just said, uh, check out our YouTube channel. We just submitted a whole bunch of new content. Yes, we're very new. Additional content. But tons of content. We would love to have your opinion on that. So... We're just about done this segment. Good chat.
1: Yes, good chat. Hopefully you guys got something out of it. We will be back in a few moments.
2: What's coming up in the second segment?
1: We are going to do some uh, tying things together. We're going to talk about Share Your Story.
2: Stay tuned, everybody.
1: See you soon.
0: Creativity. History shows endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and a unique knowledge of creativity. How to own it and how to value it. You're creative and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com.
2: What you doing, Brad? Well, I'm looking at clouds and contemplating life. Thanks to Outside the Box. Oh? Yeah, since we have a system to take care of our digital stuff, I have time to do this. Well, thank goodness for Darcy at Outside the Box Digital. Yeah, reach out to Darcy at OutsideTheBoxDigital.com.
1: For a free review of your digital systems to maximize your time and effort. Hey, hey, Julie, is that is that cloud over there? Is that a... a it's an cumulus.
0: I was going to say squirrel. Hmm. Change. It's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are. It's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at nobstalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm super excited about this next segment we're going to talk about our newest addition to the show and that is share your story
2: share your story Mm -hmm. you know in the short time that we've offered this we have met some really amazing people
1: we truly truly have now We've had lots of guests on the show, and mm-hmm. really, we always get them to share a little bit of their story, mm-hmm. which I think I'm going to drag Brad through maybe later on. We'll see how that goes. But we've also really, truly shared stories. I think our first was maybe Larry Linton from Shaken Not Stirred. That's his book his that he book. Just released. Yep. Uh, I believe that he was the first one that we specifically did a Share Your Story around. Was yes, he, not? he was. Uh, but we've had Kelly Mallinson. We've had Lee Davey. We've had... Uh, Wendy Michelle, Mm -hmm. we've had um, Dr. Nick, Dr. Nick Jensen. So we've had lots of... Oh, and... Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson and Maureen McGrath. We've had tons of people sharing their stories. So Mm -hmm. please go back and listen to some of our past episodes. We've got a sex expert, naturopathic doctors, nutritionalists, like we've just got... Uh, Such interesting backgrounds because often experts come onto a show like this and they get to just be the expert, Mm -hmm. but we want them to be also the human. And that's kind of why we brought Share Your Story as a a separate segment. Mm -hmm. But there's another reason. Why else did we want to do Share Your Story, Brad?
2: Well, we wanted, there's a bunch of reasons I'm looking at you trying to figure out which one you're trying to get me to go to. Go anywhere you like,
1: Brad. (laughs) Go anywhere you like, because we will just move forward with that.
2: Well, I think one of the things we want to talk about with the whole share your story thing
1: is what happens when you share your story? Mm, See, I, for a very long time, have had a little bit of a bee in my bonnet with the whole hero's journey idea.
2: Okay, now I'm going to stop you there for just one sec.
1: Because you can see the bee in my bonnet.
2: I can say I'm going to shake it out for you. <laughs> um, no, what I just want to put in here is that we kind of thought for this episode, we would bring a, bring a bunch of things together mm-hmm. about what we're doing. This is our 13th episode. Yes. And so we thought it was time that we kind of bring some of this stuff together. Absolutely. So back to the bee in your bonnet. Yes. This is one of the things that when you presented this to me, I always thought it was great because I never thought about it before. So to our listeners, listen to what Julie has to say about repeating your story.
1: Right. So as we know, when you hear things repeatedly, you remember them. Mm -hmm. They become true to you. (laughs) That's an interesting just slice right there is that when we hear things often enough, they become true to us. So what happens when you share your story? well your sto- your story becomes who you are and and that is a blessing and a curse so when we do share your story you guys can go and listen to the different episodes that we've done but it's it's not the hero's journey per se and from my point of view when we when we hear the hero's journey it's like this these horrible things happened and you just you persevered and blah 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 but to me It's not that there's no relevance to your backstory, but what's way more important to me is your current story and where you're going. Mm -hmm. So that's why we wanted to do share your story. And I just wanted to, I, I always like to remind people, I have people come into my office every single day that want to tell me every detail of everything that's ever bothered them and hurt them in their life. And I stop them. I stop them because that just, even when you, if you guys sitting out there and even Brad here, think of something that really hurts you in your life. You instantly are in pain. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't feel our full spectrum of emotions, but why would you want to bring that up over and over and over again? We have to be careful not to get stuck in our negative stories.
2: And... I agree with you on that 100% and I think that people it just take a minute everybody and just think about what she just said <laughs> um, because everybody knows you know positive uh, self-talk all of those things the more you repeat something the more you attach to it and the more it drops into your subconscious mind and the more it just becomes who you are it becomes so, your reality so the question is, is it, yes. We've all persevered. Yes, we've all had stuff happen to us. Um, How long do you want to stay attached to it for? Right. And that was one of the really wonderful things about speaking with Larry Linton. Mm. Yeah, he, he was
1: a beautiful example of that. Truly. He's a
2: beautiful example of that. And anybody who hasn't listened to that episode, Larry Linton was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And after going through some ups and downs, he now pretty much says that He has a better quality of life with Parkinson's disease than he had before. Right. And if that isn't forward motion from a bad diagnosis or a bad story, I don't know what is. You know, he used used, uh, drumming to get his hands in better shape. He even references Monty Python's Mm. silly walks. I mean... I love that.
1: And this is all about being proactive. So we've spoken with many people and every single person that we spoke to has that background that motivated them to move forward. Mm -hmm. I think we were very fortunate to have some really amazing interviews on our show so far, and we're excited to have many, many more. But even if you look at just Brad and I, without question, we've had things that that we've gotten through in our lives, Mm -hmm. but that's not where you get stuck. And I've really, I try and foster in people because things are going to come up again. Like all of you out there, likely something's going to happen. Us in here as well. Something's Mm -hmm. going to happen. But for me, what's really, really relevant, instead of getting stuck in the problem, which is what we do, we tell the problem over and over and over again. We just talk about the problem. We need to talk about the solution. And I always, I say this to people when they come to me with a problem. I'm like, okay, so that's the problem. What's the solution? And it's funny because it kind of takes people back, but then they're like, oh, well, I, how about this? And they give me like four different solutions. So you really don't actually have a problem, do you? You already have the solution. You're just not
2: choosing the solution.
1: But the thing is, is that people often, they just go, oh, here's a problem. I'm going to repeat the problem. Somebody will fix it. I'm Mm going to repeat the problem or own the problem. Right. right? So people love to own their problems. Okay.
2: Now I'm going to jump in right there. Please do. Because that ties in really well with the first segment of this show. It really does right? We're kind of magical that way. Who knew it was going to work out so (laughs) conveniently? Um, This is unscripted, (laughs) but you know, I'll take my own situation. Like I said, in the first segment, you know, I'm going through ups and downs. I'm going through major things in my life. There's a lot of things uh, due to the pandemic situation that are getting like wrung out of us, right? Right. And so it's easy to get stuck and this happened to me before so it's going to happen to me again and so fortunately when i pick up the phone and go julie i'm really i'm really pissed off that blah blah, and she's like brad you know what you just said what are your options it's like well this 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 and this well your problem isn't the problem the problem is you're not choosing to move exactly and so i mean i think that's a really uh pertinent and timely bit of advice given the current situation. Mm,
1: Thank you. And thank you for tying that together. Even just saying, you know, the current situation, the pandemic, all that kind of stuff. You know what? There's a lot of life outside of the current situation, Mm -hmm. air quotes. There's a lot of things going on in life outside of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. and we are choosing to stay stuck in this story of sadness and destruction and illness, instead of realizing there's a whole lot of other story going on that we are not even connecting with because we're so busy looking at what somebody else is or is not doing, what the government is or is not doing, Mm -hmm. what our neighbor is or is not doing, Mm -hmm. and that's you being stuck in the problem what is the solution and we're all stuck in the problem right now R- well we don't have to be though that's the point is we are all participating we are all in the same space mm-hmm. physically yep. but we are very much not on the s- in the same headspace we are definitely not N- in no the we're same definitely headspace.
2: not but everybody's perception of the problem is different henceforth right. while we have such polarized opinions on everything but to your point you know what there's a lot of things happening in this world that have nothing to do with any of that.
1: Right. And some of you out there are, you know, commendably participating in those things. But it's hard not to get sucked back into the vortex. It can be. It can be for sure. But you just, you have to keep thinking about what is, Mm -hmm. anytime a problem comes up for you, instead of replaying the problem in your own head or outside of your head, even worse, you know, bringing all your family and friends into whatever Mm -hmm. your problem is, start trying to think of the solution what and it doesn't have to be the solution it doesn't have to be you know it's almost like spitballing when you get together with a mastermind group or anything like that you get 12 different solutions you get to pick one but -hmm. when you sit there and repeat the problem over and over again you're not even looking at the solutions.
2: i'm always looking for number 13 yeah that's my problem yes you are
1: brad loves to have multiple ones and then not do any Any at that moment (laughs) And I look for number one and leap on it. So Brad and I keep each other balanced quite well. We're, most we're of the quite time. a pair. Yes. <laughs> he slows me down. I speed him up. Um, in some situations. In other situations, obviously, that is very much the reverse. So talking about our story, mm. I think it's time. Again, we're trying to tie everything together. And in this process, this radio show that we are super grateful to have had the opportunity to put forward, Mm -hmm. I think Brad and I have learned a lot of things about, well, the radio show for sure, but even ourselves, each other, our business, all of that kind of stuff. So it might be time to do our guest questions for each other. And I know that we've kind of touched on this before. Mm -hmm. I think we'll just give a synopsis, but if you want to start, Brad, and I, I hesitate to even start this, but I'm going to. <laughs> Brad, who are you? <laughs> who are you? What are, what are your credentials? Why do people, why are you special in what you do? Uh, it would be really he helpful
2: ever. if I knew what I do. Um, it would
1: be. It, and the rest it, of us would like to know what you do as well. I'm kind of an everything guy.
2: I, I'm a musician. Um, and through being a musician, I had to learn how to do marketing And fortunately I led, that led me, uh, the marketing led me to um, learning to really put it all together as far as entertainment, media, uh, hospitality, all of those things. So I am a musician. I will always be a musician. I'm a marketing guy. They all go hand in hand. Um, I also, I was on a TV show once. Uh, called the Handyman Superstar Challenge, which is a Canadian show on HGTV. Because
1: I watched that even as before a musician, I, ever knew
2: Brad. I never had a ton of money, so I learned how to work on my house because my dad taught me how to use tools. So um, I said to Mike Holmes at one point, I said, "The only reason I'm any good at anything is because I've done it five times, over and over and over again," <laughs> and he thought that was pretty funny. So I, I don't know. I'm I, and I'm also a clinical hypnotherapist. Uh, I'm working at putting together a program. For uh, creative performance enhancement um, to try and help specifically creative minds uh, be the best ones that they can be and and help them with stage coaching as well as uh, um, you know just creative coaching for writing and performance so that's something that I'm working on doing right now Um, so that's you know pretty much me in a nutshell I can talk pretty good I'm a school (laughs) of life guy and I, the one thing that I've realized in this world is that, above all, human connection, whether it be in personal or business, is
1: so underrated. Hmm, it's underrated by many, for sure. I have to agree with that. So now I'll do mine. mine oh. Trust me, mine will take a lot less time. Who are you, Julie Turner? Who am I? Well, I'm Julie Turner. I have a background in nutrition, in coaching, in hypnosis. In what else do I have? Oh, and from a personal level, I've done powerlifting and marathon running. I've I've definitely tried my hand in many, many things. But what I specialize in is relationships. Mm-hmm. And I actually truly love the parent-child relationship. And sometimes that's an adult child, an adult situation, mm-hmm. uh, but also parent-child when it is an actual technical child. I love relationships because we talk about the foundations, which is what we will talk about next segment. We talk about the foundations to a better human experience. And when we started out talking about that, we Mm -hmm. talked about nutrition and sleep and fitness and all those things that I believe that if we are a healthy individual, that we will have a better life experience. Mm -hmm. But it is certainly not last but not least for relationships. If our relationships aren't on point, aren't effective, aren't fulfilling, then really the rest of the stuff is going to fall apart. So we have to lead with relationships. We have to lead with our mental, emotional wellness above all else. And that's what I like to specialize in.
2: Hmm. Wow. That was almost just as long as mine. I'm just saying.
1: It wasn't. Anyway, next question. (laughs) Sees how you're on a
2: roll. Why do you do what you do?
1: Well, it's strange, actually, and strange to you guys, because Brian and I were talking about this before, just before we came on, we were talking about maybe our experiences when we were younger, and I've seen relationships fall apart in my life catastrophically. At a very young age, I got to start seeing it fall apart catastrophically, but I could see what would stop it? And I just didn't have the voice. I didn't have the understanding, I didn't have the mm-hmm. knowledge, but I just I knew that I had a gift for understanding each person and how they were disconnecting, and i I grew that as I aged. And I can still do that today without question. I can support couples or individuals, whether it's friendships, whether it's coworkers, whatever the case may be, to understand each other and have empathy because I can see multiple perspectives. So I do it because, A, I'm good at it and because it fulfills me. What about you? Why do you
2: do what you do? Um, well, I do a bunch of different things. So on the music end of it, I do it. Why be-
1: do you do a creative thing? Like we all do a bunch of different things. Right. Why do you do what you do?
2: I don't know any other way. Hmm. It's just a the good way. Answer. I seriously, I don't. It's a good answer. I jumped out of school. Even in high school, I had a band. It's all I wanted to do. Music was all I ever wanted to do. And I literally was 15 years old and I said, I am going to do this forever. And I left my family. I went to my mom and I said, I'm leaving for Vancouver. She's, when are you leaving? I'm like, tomorrow. She lost her mind. I got on a bus with a bunch of guys in a band. And I came out here. And I'm still a musician in Vancouver. And the education I've got has been amazing, and I will continue to do that in some form or another because I simply can't imagine my life without it. That's music.
1: Following his passions, and so, to those of you that are in the Lower Mainland of BC, it is currently August 2020. If you are listening to this for the month of August, Brad will be playing at the Clayton Pub. Yeah, we were there last night. It was amazing. Everyone was just like in awe of his talent. Uh, if you haven't seen our video when I do the tarot cards and Brad makes up a song on the spot and sings it <laughs> phenomenal. please check out our YouTube channel. You'll find all those links on noBStalk.ca K N O W B S Talk.ca. I think it's time for a break.
2: Yeah, look at that. it's time for a break. It is. I think we got one more question we have to ask each other. okay when we'll we come th- back
1: when we do th- when we come back Sounds okay. good. All right. we'll see you guys soon. Enjoy this break.
0: Creativity, history shows endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it. Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and a unique knowledge of creativity. How to own it and how to value it. You're creative and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com.
2: What you doing, Brad? Well, I'm looking at clouds and contemplating life, thanks to Outside the Box. Oh? Yeah, since we have a system to take care of our digital stuff, I have time to do this. Well, thank goodness for Darcy at
1: Outside the Box Digital.
2: Yeah, reach out to Darcy at Digital.com
1: for a free review of your digital systems to maximize your time and effort. Hey, hey Julie, is that is that cloud over there? Is that a- uh, It's an auto cumulus.
0: I was gonna say squirrel. Hmm. Change, it's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are. It's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at nobstalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show.
2: Welcome back to No BS Talk, everybody. This is a fun third round on this here show. We were asking each other questions. Here I am with Julie Turner. and I have one more question to ask you about you, and that is, what would your high school self think of you now?
1: That is my favorite question to ask people because it always kind of brings them back. And even me, I can, I'm right now I'm picturing my high school self and my high school self is truly cowering in the corner going, do you know that people can hear and see you right now? So my high school self would be nothing less than shocked to see who I am, to see who I've turned into without question. I was very um, shy and fearful and withheld. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that's probably words that would not describe me at this point in my life. And, no. I, and I'm very, I'm proud of myself sitting here right now. My house, high school self, I'm not sure if they'd be proud or terrified and possibly a mix of both. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Brad? What would your high school self think of you? I think of my high school self
2: would be Mm, that's a hard one to say. I think proud, um, but satisfied, hmm. um, because it was kind of like I made a commitment, like I said about music. It's like I'm going to do this, and I'm still doing it. Yes, you are brilliantly. And that's Forty years. Um, wow. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm still doing it, and I'm proud of that. And hell
1: yeah, I, you should be. You know, I. I Phenomenal.
2: Yeah. So I, and, and that has brought me many things and many positive things in my life. And I've had an education with people that I could get nowhere else. Right. Because of what I've been able to achieve with music. And I am not like an international star. I've just been a guy in the trenches playing tunes. And that brought me to theater and that brought me to marketing. So... My commitment to music pretty much brought everything into my life. That's amazing. And so I think my high school self would be very satisfied with that.
1: Well, that's wonderful. And that is beautiful. So thank you for sharing that.
2: He had high expectations, that little bastard.
1: Yeah. Kind of a, like a, you know, taskmaster, maybe? A little bit. A little bit. Um, a little bit of a coach. Let's just say that. <laughs> let's just bring that word into play. That was fun. On this last segment of the show today. Yes. We are going to talk about the better human experience. And as I alluded to in the last segment, over these last 13 episodes, we have learned a lot. We have. And I think the thing, um, you know, not only the 13 episodes being specific to the radio show, but also the time that it took, you know, this is from May till now August, during a very interesting time in our lives. Mm-hmm. And wow, the better human experience is comprised of four pillars. And I teach a class on this. I'm actually going to start another course in September. If anybody wants to reach out about that, I will be teaching that online. It's a small class. So please reach out quickly if you are interested, but you don't have to be necessarily in Canada or the lower mainland BC. It will be online.
2: I'm just going to step in here real quick. Yes. I just want to let people know that the better human experience Is your creation and it is something that you have honed as time has gone on and I think this show has been helpful in with all the people we've talked to and Mm -hmm. the experiences that we've had in kind of honing that down and I've been very very happy to be a part of that procedure so I just want people to know that that's your thing
1: right well thank you very much Brad thank you for bringing that to everyone's attention so with the Better Human Experience again, comprised of four pillars. And those pillars are nutrition, sleep, movement, and relationship. Mm -hmm. And then of course, like little little areas that fall into everywhere between as well. But when we started out this show, uh, you know, I have a background in nutrition Mm -hmm. and I've done a lot of research in sleep and I've been very active and very highly active for the last quite a few years of my life, mm-hmm. 27, eight years of my life. So those were really, really priorities to me. <laughs> well, I haven't been active when I was a kid. I'm being completely honest with that because in high school, not a chance in hell would you get me to run, right. jump, <laughs> okay. move. I walked everywhere because I was cheap and I wanted to save bus fare. <laughs> but other than that, I was not moving until after high school. And I went, wow, I got to start moving. Uh, so <laughs> like- I did.
2: Thanks for the date. It's a quarter to get you home on the bus.
1: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Pretty much. But since we've done this show and this last little segment of my life on a personal level, I have realized without a shadow of a doubt how important relationships are to our health and well-being. Mm -hmm. And so many people persevere in work relationships, in friendships, in marriage relationships. And it, it's, it's crushing from the outside looking in and from the inside looking, looking out, it's even more crushing. I guarantee you that. But we, we kind of have a level that we set and we just get used to it. We just get, you know, comfortable in our discomfort. And the fact is, is that our relationships are now, it's shifted significantly for me in the course and in life, that relationships are the number one thing of importance in mm-hmm. my life.
2: Okay. Two things I want to interject with really quick. Um, I want to let people know that there's tons of information out there, but the four foundations that you've presented, sleep, nutrition, movement, relationships, the reason those are the four foundations is because if any one of those Mm -hmm. goes out of whack far enough, it affects the other ones. Mm -hmm. If you've got a toxic relationship in your life, you're not sleeping right. If you're not sleeping right, you're going to start getting lazy and not eating right. And then forget about going to the gym. Mm -hmm. So... They're all interrelated. So that's the point that I want to make. I know we don't have a ton of time here. So I also want you to just flesh out really quickly the whole concept of being comfortable in your discomfort.
1: All right. So comfortable in your discomfort is kind of a large subject. But in a nutshell, we get get used to whatever situation we're in. Humans are very trainable. Mm Mm-hmm. So we get very used to whatever situation we're in, and sometimes we feel that we can't leave it, and other times we don't even know better. We just, it becomes our norm, and then we get comfortable in it. And sometimes it's a very toxic situation, sometimes it's a relationship toxic situation, sometimes it's complacency in the way that we eat, sometimes it's we actually believe, and in the book, the textbook for the Better Human Experience, I write why I bothered to study sleep. And I bothered to study sleep because we're supposed to sleep eight hours. I was not. I actually was Mm -hmm. trying to find research that would say I didn't have to, that I was right, that I could sleep six hours a night, sometimes less, and I would be fine. But all the research pointed to the fact that I was wrong. And once I actually started taking care of my sleep, I realized how important it was, how much better I felt how much more um, mm-hmm. patience I had. Patience is huge, mm-hmm. uh, mu- much more willpower, you know, to do the things that I really wanted to get done. Memory, all of those uh, Oh, it's it's so, the subject is huge. Sleep is super, mm-hmm. super important. And for those of you out there that are like, oh, I don't need to sleep, or I'm only sleeping this much, you're wrong. You are 100% wrong, and I do not say that very often. Right. There is like 2% of the population that can get by on under six hours of sleep. And you are very unlikely that 2%.
2: And so how this ties in is that you can actually, literally, like it says, be comfortable in your own discomfort.
1: Absolutely. That so, people do it all the time.
2: Again, I like to stop and say, think about that for a second, people. Mm-hmm. Are you being comfortable in your discomfort?
1: And how that relates, think about the relationship relationship think about okay think about a relationship that maybe you've seen from the because it's much easier to recognize it from the outside looking in than it is when you are in something Mm -hmm. and we've all been in that situation where we don't understand why they stay together and we don't understand this and then fast forward two three years you're in a similar situation and you're like well I'm just going to give it another day. And maybe this is a work relationship. Like maybe this is work in general. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is marriage. Maybe this is the way that your children talk to you, whatever the case may be. But incrementally we get used to it Mm -hmm. and we, we start to feel comfortable in it.
2: And this is where the, I don't know, this is where the wormholes start because then you have to start looking at, am I staying in this situation? Because that's the way I was taught. Because for me, I have ideals and I think a lot of people do. It's like, okay, I vision my perfect life as this, but the world changes and you change. So as you go along, are you actually seeing the the actual truth? Are you actually seeing the truth of what the situation is or are you seeing your version of the truth? And that's another thing that we've kind of come to in this show as well.
1: Everyone's got their own perception of what the truth is.
2: Right. And so- you know, like my dad said, it's easier to see the game from the stands. Mm-hmm. That's why you get in, you know, for example, a relationship situation where it's troublesome and you can't, you can't figure out. I've, I've been in it. We I've been in it. You just can't see it. And if you see it, you can't figure out how to get out of it. And then you're getting into communication. You're getting into, and then meanwhile, while that's all happening, you're sleeping like crap. You're eating Twinkies. <laughs> Well, you might be. And Jim is the guy that (laughs) lives down the street.
1: And you know what's really interesting is, if anything, and maybe this is why it's been so relevant to me, if anything, relationships are what I let go of. I never let go of the nutrition Mm -hmm. or the fitness. They They were my pillars. They were my strength. They were the things that I went back to but I would bury my head on everything else. And that, and I'm not saying that that's the right thing or the wrong thing to do, mm. I'm just saying that's what I did. And what that did to me was destroyed relationships. Like I would, I would hide, I would bury my head. And we're sitting here talking about, you know, this is what it looks like, and this is what happens and blah, blah, blah. But the key is, how do you move forward within that? And many, many times we've talked about spending time in silence. We've talked about actually mm-hmm. spending time with yourself. Sometimes you need to go to a, a, a non-bias third party and just kind of talk about what you need to talk about. And that can be a counselor. It can be a coach. It can be a hypnotherapist. But it can also just be somebody that you trust, that you actually trust to give you their um, their true thoughts and opinions, not what you want to hear, mm. but sometimes you just need to sit back and go, okay, where is this Where is this leading? Where is this coming from? And spend a little bit of time listening to yourself. If you do that, if you foster intuition, you'll always know what you need to do. You'll know if it's right or wrong. And how you know that, for those of you out there, if you spend a little bit of time in silence and you're looking for an answer to something, Your intuition will answer you extremely simply. And then after that, sometimes your ego, almost always your ego will come in and tell you a lovely elaborate story. Humans are infamous for making up stories to make themselves comfortable. They will make up a story around anything. There's tons of, I don't know if you've read uh, Malcolm Gladwell, Malcolm Gladwell? It's Blink. I think that's the right name. Malcolm, Malcolm. Sounds familiar, but I'm not so the sure. So bu- the book is called Blank, anyways. And it's mind-blowing, the stories that people will come up with to make themselves, like to give it a story, to give themselves a reason. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no reason for some of the things that humans do. Arguably, there's always a background reason, but people don't know it. And they'll make up a story right. just so that they're comfortable. And that's what our egos do.
2: So just, uh, internal justification.
1: Absolutely. and It's not, a, not always internal off and it's external. Right. And you that's where you get on your soapbox and you don't know the truth and you don't know if it's right, but you've made up a story and you're believing it. So hop on your soapbox and off you go. And
2: that's interesting because you make up a story to justify your emotional situation yes. or whatever it is, and then you recite you know, that's the story you're telling yourself. So that's what you're going with.
1: Right. Because it came from somewhere. It must
2: be true. Well, let's go. <laughs> but let's go back to the beginning of this conversation about reciting the hero's journey. Right. I've been through all of this stuff and I, you know, overcame and that's Justification. great. Justification. But you're still holding on to those things that hurt you. Yes. By repeating that story. So. Yeah, no, no, no without to, question to tie that up or tie one on however you wanna.
1: Uh, we're not going to tie one on today
2: <laughs> that's a future episode yes that's a future episode <laughs> Julie maybe. already got a sponsor yes anyway, I did um,
1: <laughs> but that's interesting
2: right because that's a little bit full circle
1: it was very much full so that sor- full circle how do you want to wrap this up today because we are it's about time for us to wrap it up today Well, in the
2: immortal words of the Hudson Brothers, which was a show I loved when I was a kid. Okay. They used to have a section at the end of the the show called the Razzle Dazzle wrap up of everything. Wow. Including the kitchen sink.
1: I do love Razzle Dazzle.
2: It's much more fun than you think.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm already having fun just thinking about it. So
2: as we've been going along here, I've just been kind of making some notes because this show, this show is a little bit about summating all of these things and what we've learned. Agreed. uh, On the thing. So- You know, I just would love to reiterate some of the the hot points on this whole thing. I just talked about reciting. You're constantly reciting your your backstory, which may not be doing the best to move you forward. Um, I think your point very recently about fostering your own intuition is a really good one. Please. I think your point of looking out to people like third parties, like who are your mentors? Mm Mm-hmm right? If you don't have one, find one. Right? There's a lot of people out there that you admire. Mm -hmm. I did that myself a few years ago. I reached out to people that I admired the way they ran their lives and they're usually willing to share. I think, again, I want to talk about being comfortable in your own discomfort. I think
1: that's totally pertinent. We'll talk about that on another episode.
2: Right? And uh, again, I just want to wrap up with the better human experience, sleep, nutrition, movement relationships if any one of those things goes sideways it'll affect your whole life all of these things that we just talked about i think are really pertinent in this this pandemic situation where we are right now it's time for some personal assessment all the way across the board be mindful and i think that hopefully we've created a conversation here that will make people think
1: right is it kind is it helpful at the end of the day what I do and what Brad does is all about letting go of who we are not. Who are you posing to be that you really aren't? That's it for us today. That is it for us. Thanks for you guys to think about. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Julie. Thank you, Brad.
0: Thanks so much for joining us for this week's edition of No BS Talk. Brad Lovell and Julie Turner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Make sure you're here too.